When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a short week for Brock Purdy as he makes his second start at quarterback for the 49ers. The Niners visit Seattle in the Thursday night game this week. The wife of American sports writer Grant Wall, who died while covering the World Cup, says he suffered an aortic aneurysm and that there's nothing nefarious about his death. Baseball, Carlos Correa and the Giants reportedly agree on a 13-year, $350 million deal that's tied for the longest contract in the sport. I'm Doug Thompson. For the win from the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, where you can ask for the famous sound off sandwich. Four. This is Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KX and O. Dave Sproul and I will stay coming up here in about 20 minutes. You know what the music means? Off to Chicago we go. He's our friend David Kaplan, Centurion Stone of Iowa, sponsors the Capman. Uh, we just missed Elwood Blues' birthday, by the way. It was early December. I didn't know that. Yes, I, I saw it was the ID that they used for the movie. Really? And I think it was December, I think it was my wife's birthday, December 6th. You picked up on that. I did, I did. Came across it on Twitter. Strange what we see. Hello, Capper, Trent and Ken, how are you? What's going on, boys? How we doing? Good. I uh, want to talk about the Cubs and their offseason so far. Um, I get Cody Bellinger. I, I, I like it. I, it's, a, it's an opportunity to, to fix him, right? Because we've seen him in the past. Um, he's he's been a good player. I mean, he's been um, as good as there is in the National League, but that's been a while ago. But Cap, I, I'm kind of underwhelmed. I guess maybe I expected more. Maybe a shortstop. I I don't know. I don't know if you know they're saving it till next year when they think they can win. Wilson Contreras, the latest to walk out the door. Your thoughts on where the Cubs are at uh, this point of the hot stove? Well, if they don't get more done, it's an epic fail. Epic, because. They sent out letters, season ticket holders. We're going to be active in free agency. Well, Cody Bellinger on a one-year deal where you're trying to rehabilitate his once-proud career and a number three, four starter, that's it? That's, that's not spending at the top of the market. I'm not telling you you had to go spend you know 360 and get Aaron Judge and 350 and get Carlos Correa. I'm not telling you that. You had to get somebody. You cannot charge the prices that they charge and charge what they charge for the Wrigley Field experience and then say, yeah, we got beat. We can't get them. So if you have to overpay, that's what bad teams do. And they picked their lane. They decided to tear this thing down for the second time in a decade. Not the fans. They chose to do this. And if that's what you want to do, then you got to do what the Texas Rangers did, and you got to overpay to get out of your mess, mm-hmm. period. Speaking of a mess, 
What's going on with the front office? It feels like there's some infighting, some maybe some figure pointing going on. There was an article I read this morning from The Athletic talking about that with Mooney and company over there. Just uh, looking like, no, that, that was Jed's fault. No, that was the other group's fault. It's not a good look. Now, did the price for Carlos Correa go through the roof? Absolutely. But that's the reality in today's day and age. And if you want to turn things around, you got to spend money here. What are you hearing inside that front office now with Jed at the forefront of things? Uh, look, Crane Kenny, who has done a really good job at bringing a lot of money into the franchise, he was on the score um, that's the flagship of the Cubs last week and said, hey, there's money there to be spent and, you know, it's it's available and we carried over money from a year ago. So that money is all there. So if it's not getting spent, then you got to ask the question why. And if Crane's going to go out there and say that, then you have to wonder, hold on a second. So you're putting your GM slash team president right in the crosshairs. Well, the money's there. It's up to him to spend it, not us. So there's uh, a lot of questions that have to be asked. But again, the bottom line is they're the ones that are rebuilding for the second time in a decade. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it was wrong to trade Bryant. You know my stance on him. You know my stance that I wouldn't have given Baez the deal that he got in Detroit. So Anthony Rizzo, yeah, they should have found a way. Wilson Contreras, I've been clear. They should have yep. found a way to hang on to him. That all said, the ownership put him in this trick box. It's Jed's job now to spend his way out of it. Uh, and if he can't spend, do they hit the trade market? I mean, Ian Hap's a name I keep reading, Cap. Uh, I, I hope he stays. He, he loves it in Chicago. I know you have a really good relationship with him. That aside, does, does it sound like uh, that Hap is going to be wearing a different uniform via trade when the season starts? I, I don't see how. I don't. I mean, who's playing left field then? Mm. You, yeah. you know, that David Ross has come out multiple times and said, if you're coming to play for the Cubs, you better play center field because we're locked up in right and in left with Hap and with, say, is Suzuki. Can so, Morrell? I mean, is he an everyday guy? Mm-hmm. I'm not convinced. Yeah. Good player. Yep. Hey, man, can you play short for a day? Got you. Can you play second? Got you. Can you play third? Got you. Can you play in the outfield, center field? That's all. Well, is he an everyday player on a team that has openly said, we want to contend in the division in 2023? I don't think that's the correct answer. So the starting five would be, to tomorrow's opening day would be Stroman, uh, Hendricks, Hendricks, Steele, right? He's still mm-hmm. around. I thought Stroman, Hendricks, Steele, Keegan Tyone, Thompson, Stroman, Hendricks, yeah, Steele, Tyone, yeah, and I think I think another one to still be determined. I think they're going to use Keegan Thompson in the bullpen. Do you? Maybe they won't. Now, don't forget Hayden Wisniewski. And oh, ben I like Brown. him. Yeah, yeah, they acquired. Yeah. Yep. Those guys are in play. Do they re-sign Drew Smiley or Wade Miley, or do they get Michael Waka? You know, some guy who's a back end at this stage of his career starter, but is a quality major league arm. That remains to be seen. Who's the catcher? Who's the shortstop? Oof. Horner. I mean, Jan Gomes is your catcher. Just... He's yeah. good. Good receiver. Good arm. Can't hit very well. No. That's just a fact. So. Who's your other catcher? P.J. Higgins. You're not trying to win then. And that's not yeah. me trying to, you know, be negative about P.J. Higgins. I'm just speaking fact. 
Yeah. You let Christian Vasquez, you liked openly, and now he goes to Minnesota for mm-hmm. three for 30. So, okay, if, if your metrics told you, well, we'll only pay seven and he got 10, then you spend the extra three to get him. If you truly didn't want him, then what is your plan? And my other question to them, you know, I keep hearing, well, Wilson was tough to get along with in the locker room with this. So Wilson, that, okay, let's assume that that's accurate. Why do the Cardinals think he's the guy who should be yep. replacing a first ballot Hall of Famer and they're going to give him $87.5 million? Maybe you need to look in-house, Cubs, and figure out how did we screw this up or are we going to find out that the Cardinals made a terrible mistake? I don't think so. Hmm. How badly did they screw it up by not trading him at the deadline cap and just let him go to the Cardinals? Uh, they didn't. They, according to what they've told me, the only deal they had on the table was Houston, and that got nixed by the owner when Dusty said, I like Contreras, but I don't want to have to assimilate him into our game planning in the stretch drive of a pennant run. So that they said there wasn't a lot out there. So they're going to take the draft pick and move on. I hope they know what they're doing. Mm. Do you think they are? They do know what they're doing? You don't seem real confident, Cap. I'm, I'm, I like Jed very much. Mm-hmm. My question is, you came in in 2012 with Theo, and you guys did a horrific job at building the farm system. Horrific. Now they're going to say, what are you talking about? We won the World Series. Okay, my grandmother died in 1995. She could have picked Chris Bryant at number two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Kyle Schwarber at number four. Some would say it was a reach. He's now playing very well yep. for Philly. Good luck to him. He's a great guy. Ian Happ at nine, solid player. But where did they re- – Albert Almora at six with your first pick? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Massive bust. Name me the pitching until now that Jed has started to change the pitching infrastructure. But prior to that, 2012 to 2020, please enlighten me, Cubs, on the starting pitching that you guys were able to draft, develop, sign, whatever, and bring to the big leagues. Kyle Hendricks, he came from Texas, and you acquired him. So, you know, these people, well, Kyle Hendricks came out of the system. No, he was drafted by another team. And then you took their scouting and traded Ryan Dempster for him. Mm. White Sox capped at this point? Uh, embarrassing. Yeah. Embarrassing. Like the Cubs have at least made a couple moves. White Sox got Mike Clevenger on a rehab type thing for one year for $12 million. He was really good one day when he was healthy, and then he had Tommy John, and he's missed some time, and then last year wasn't great. So I hope he's good. Who's playing left? Who's playing right? Who's playing second base? Those are all holes. I don't know what the deal is there. I keep hearing they don't have any money to spend. Someone told me they're going to have a left fielder within 24 hours, and it might be Joey Gallo. We'll see. Is, is um, um, oh, the kid from San Francisco, uh, is he coming? Is he coming back? Not that I'm hearing. Now, he hasn't wow. signed anywhere, so perhaps they can go and get a deal done. But when you sign Clevenger... You've got, right now today, Cease, Lynn, Giolito, Giolito, Clevenger. Who am I missing? Kopech. missing one more. Kopech. Kopech. Yeah. And uh, Davis Mills. So I don't know if there's room for Johnny Cueto. 
Over to the Bears to wrap up with you. David Kaplan joining us as he does each and every Wednesday, sponsored by Centurion Stone of Iowa. Illness for Justin Fields. What's he got? Eagleitis? Doesn't want to see that Eagles defense. And hey, you know what? Let's not get him killed back there. Let's get him ready for the final three weeks. Really, though, Justin Fields is about development here over the final four weeks. What else are you watching for? Uh, I mean, I want to see if Justin is indeed out there. I would really like to see what Justin looks like in the pocket. I'd like to see the offensive line against a ferocious Eagles pass rush. Pass rush. Mm-hmm. I'd like them. I want to see what they look like. Can they block? Can they truly handle Fletcher Cox and all these other guys? <laughs> that remains to be seen. And can you still run the football as well as you have? against one of the best defenses in the National Football League. Well, back-to-back weeks, they conceivably could be playing both teams that are going to appear in the Super Bowl, right? Because don't they have the Bills the following week or two weeks next week? They do. They have the Eagles this week and the Bills next week all in Chicago. And I hold a ticket on a team at 45-1 to to win the NFC. You know who that ticket is? Hopefully it's the Lions. That's exactly correct. Is that at 45? To, so when did you buy that and what made you? Hard I knocks? I bought that ticket in the beginning of October when they were struggling. Wow. It's been a hell of a turnaround. Talent. Yeah, they do. I agree. And getting more talented with Williams now back. At That's true. We're going to see that yeah, because he hadn't played. Uh, he got hurt in the national championship game last year. Cap, what are you doing tonight with the Bulls? Uh, you've got one of those gambling casts going, do you? Yep. Bet cast tonight. It'll be me. Uh, Will Purdue, Jay Croucher from NBC, he's the head of gambling there. Trent Tucker's going to join us like on a Manningcast Zoom. So we'll have some fun tonight. And that's on the alternate channel, the plus right? channel. Yeah. The plus channel. Uh, 665. So channel on Infinity. 666, I think it is. Is it? Direct TV. 665 is the regular broadcast. Yep. Gotcha. Cap, uh, have a wonderful week. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. Thank you, Capper. I greatly look forward to it. As do we. Thank you. David Kaplan, Centurion Stone of Iowa Sponsor. Tell about them in a second. Um, Caesars, did you see the tweet Caesars uh, put out? The three teams that have attracted the most bets this week to win the Super Bowl. Name them, TC. Well, I'm going to get us the Lions since it just was brought up. They're three, yes. The Chiefs. They're longer shots? No, no, no. They've attracted the most, the most bets, money this week. Most bets to win the Super Bowl. These three teams have had more people going to their app and hitting the futures tab and betting them to win the Super Bowl. Lions? Three. Cincinnati? Nope. Who is it? Eagles. Oh, really? People still firing I'm, I'm at with them? you, right? Yeah. Why wouldn't you have gotten them earlier? Well, I mean, we talk about value all the time. It's only valuable if you actually cash your ticket. Not true, but you get a little bit, bit of a run for your money. Yeah. Niners, too. I don't, I don't think people care as much about that as you do. You well, love- see, I, here's how I bet futures, right? I, I put the Super Bowl, or I put the Stanley Cup in the middle, mm-hmm. and I surround it. It's like I'm, I'm going after the Fort's, Fort Stanley Cup, and I surround it with the Capitals and the Bruins and the Jets and the Lanch. And I make it so I don't need to break the bank. Mm-hmm. But if I win, and I've been lucky to win, maybe I win a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. And I go through the whole year, and I have all this fun. That's how I bet anyway. I hate betting games. hate it. And my record reflects it. Oof. And how do you bet college football bowl games? You don't. Right? You and wait until the day of the game. You have to. And this is, this is the, I'm all for the players getting paid. Mm-hmm. I'm all for the players. If they don't want to participate because of what you've got coming up in uh, February, March, and April, the biggest job interview of your life, sit out. 
but it's ruined confidence pools, and I love <laughs> confidence pools. The sham that is bowl games, when's going to be the first bowl game to actually pay the players? It's been talked about. This year is the first time I saw that. They should. They should. If they want, if your bowl... If Caleb Williams is fine, he's going to, obviously, he has to right. play another, or he has to be in college another season right. before he's eligible, eligible to be drafted. Yeah, he can't go. Until 2024. Right. If he's healthy, mm-hmm. he's still not sure. Yep. You're the Rose Bowl. Yeah. No, it's Cotton Bowl. The Cotton Bowl? Yeah. Here's 50 grand? Yeah. Kincaid opted out of the Rose Bowl, that talented yeah. tight end for Utah. 100 grand? Whatever, whatever it, it takes to whatever play. Whatever the price is. Mm-hmm. If you're the Cotton Bowl, though, you want that. Yes. And hey, do a little marketing with us. Do a couple of things. But you're going to be the face of this game. And yes, you're going because to play. Because he has to come back. Right. Yeah. He's a different circumstance. Right. Levis, on the other hand, at Kentucky, he's you know top five pick probably in the draft. Spencer Petrus, here's a bag of peanuts. Uh-huh. Will Levis... <laughs> Who is there really going to be a team that's dumb enough to draft Will Levis in the first round? Yes. Good God. I'm, he's, I'll, I'll say he's this about He's an awful quarterback. But he's, really, he's tough as nails. Okay. He's an awful quarterback. I did, I'm not saying he's not an awful quarterback. He's, he's round, better than awful. First round for that weirdo that puts mayonnaise in his coffee? That you eats know, bananas, that. peel and all? I, that, You're going to draft this guy no, with your no. first round pick? I, when I saw that he's putting mayo in his coffee, I would have moved on for that very reason. He's going to get brought up in the Indianapolis <laughs> at the Combine. Are they still in India? or did Jerry Jones get it this year? Is it this year that that's happening? It feels like it's this year. I, I know it's coming. Uh, anyways, yep. soon we'll be talking Combine as we move into February, but we're not getting there yet. The, the buzz, the lack of buzz, back to Bone Camp for just a second. I Two years ago, when they were ticketed to play in the Music City Bowl uh, against Mizzou, I want to go to Nashville, mm-hmm. and you can drive to Nashville. Yes, it's an easy drive. It's an easy, relatively. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Not for this, right? No. Labus May. Not for this QB, season. QBs. Have no. there been any opt outs? Campbell's playing, right? Oh, he says he is. Yeah. Laporta, if he's healthy, says mm-hmm. he's going to go. Mm-hmm. When are we going to get our first press conference? Oh, that's a lot that, of questions That's what I asked Bone Cam. Yeah. He, th- he thinks next week. We got Dave Sproul next. We'll switch gears and talk Iowa State with our guy Dave Sproul from KASI 1430 on the AM dial. That's where they play in Story County. It's Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KANTL.net. Bet Charlie's in Urbandale, along with the Grumpy Goat Tavern, is well known for great food, great drinks all throughout the day. But don't forget about what they have for breakfast. Get your weekend started right with their Bloody Mary bar featuring morning wood, Bloody Mary mix. While you're there, do some Christmas shopping. Buy $100 in gift cards. Get lunch or dinner up to a $20 value for free. The Grumpy Goat, Mill Civic Parkway, Ankeny, and the Winter Wonderland on 50th Street in West Des Moines. Along with Fat Charlie's in Urbandale. Calm. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. With year-end approaching, you may have a surplus of dental care as part of your health plan. Fuller Dental has appointments available between now and year's end. Visit fullerdental.net or call 515-266-3437. 266-3437 to schedule your appointment at Fuller Family Dental. Fuller Associates Family Dentistry located near Grandview Golf Course in Des Moines and a new location in Altoona. Online, Fuller which home selling team? Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Miller 
Morning Con to twelve thirty Des Moines Sports Station one hundred six point three KXNO Lubas Gags. Yeah, good call. Yeah, lazy uh, listening in your midday. Lazy you ever uh, DJ? No, no. Did you? Oh, you know what? That's not true. Uh, in nineteen eighty nine, when Prairie Meadows went broke, mm-hmm. and all the employees had to do like really other stuff, right? Sure. So we had Christmas parties out there, and I was the DJ. You were the DJ on Friday wow. and Saturday. I hated it. Spinning records. Oh, I just despise, but I like my paycheck. Right. Anyways, uh, if we forgot to let you know that Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors Cappy. Uh, uh, Centurion Stone of Iowa, if you're in the market for, you got an interior project, an exterior, whether it's interior, how about a fireplace? You know, you want to spruce up the living room, the downstairs, the rec room, the man cave, or outside. Uh, they've got so many different variety of styles, patterns, and colors. Check them out online, centurionstoneofiowa.com, over 200 of those, over 200 of them, uh, different pattern and color combinations. The showroom uh, is at 5525 Northeast 22nd Street in Des Moines, 5525 Northeast 22nd Street in Des Moines. Justin Luch, Joe Farron, and the whole team over there, thank you uh, for sponsoring Cappy. Uh, let's get Dave Sproul in here. He covers Iowa State for 1430 KASI. Hello, Dave Sproul. How are you? I'm doing very well. Good to hear from you guys. Good to hear from you. Are you um, a little distraught that you're not going to cover a bowl game this year? I'll admit I'm not terribly broken up about it, to be honest, because uh, I get a little extended vacation time at uh, the holidays. Uh-huh. And so that's that'll be nice to have, uh, I think, about a week and a half here I got coming up of uh, uninterrupted uh, holiday break time. Uh, you can't beat that good stuff. Well, uh, let's uh, I asked this to Bowen Camp in the first hour. I'll just kind of throw out this general question, uh, Iowa State-related, just from what you've seen so far uh, in the season, both men's and women's team. Uh, what, are some of the, what are some of the things that have stuck with you so far, both the men's and the women's? Well, I think on the men's side, I think this Iowa State team may be just a little bit better, uh, well, a little more well-rounded. I think they're they can score better. They don't always. There's still some of the same uh, deficits on, on offense that existed last year. I think they mitigated that a little bit with the presence of Oshun Oshuni in, in what he gives you in the middle. Maybe it will help open up things for the outside. And then uh, Trey King also becoming eligible on, on Sunday. It will be his first chance mm-hmm. to play after sitting out a year from his transfer from Georgetown. That'll maybe help Iowa State a little bit uh, on both ends of the floor, but Right now, overall, Iowa State men, you're, you're looking at a team with a little bit of a higher ceiling on offense, but, but a strength defensively and a weakness offensively when it comes right down to it. On the Iowa State uh, women's side, uh, uh, it's interesting to see how Stephanie Suarez has helped that team and, and her presence in the middle and uh, what she's done to help their defense. And It's interesting the last few years that uh, Bill Fenley has found some players who are really bought in on the defensive play norm, you know, historically. He's been very much about the offense and not uh, a lot of focus on the defense, but he's got players out there who really are, are embracing the defense. And they came in that way there. They came in ready to play D and, and Suarez, you know, at six, six brings a real big presence in the middle. I don't think she has uh, really added a great deal to the offensive end quite yet. They're still relying on outside shooting. And that's been uh, a hallmark for, for Bill Fenley's offenses at Iowa state. And so They'll go as far as their shooting lets them at the end of the day, but that's a team that still has a chance to maybe win a Big 12 championship either the regular season or even in the tournament and make a good run uh, come March. 
We know the men's team has offensive issues. I mentioned Trey King. We'll get to see him for the first time uh, coming up on Sunday. Important piece, obviously, to this team. The Big 12 is going to be a monster once again this season. Are they an NCAA tournament team? I mean, at minimum, you got to be what? Win eight games, get to eight and ten probably to get there. The non-conference resume is okay. The North Carolina win, maybe it'll look better than it does right now at the end of the season if Carolina can get things figured out. But do you see this at minimum as an NCAA tournament team now? I think they are. Maybe, uh, you know, might flirt with the bubble at times. It'll seem, and, and, you know, like you mentioned, eight wins in the Big 12 will, will probably get you there, and I think they're capable of, of doing that. And it's going to be uh, interesting to see. With King now, you know, this team has probably more depth than they had last season, uh, and, and we'll see how that plays out in Big 12, but they, it's nothing but helpful, obviously, to have uh, as many uh, frontline caliber players as, as you can find, but uh, really wins and losses are going to be dependent on those nights where you're either getting uh, steals on the defensive end and turning them into looks on the other end, or you just have you know somebody steps up with a hot shooting night and, and you get the offense that you need to uh, get over the hump, and of course, Hilton Coliseum is always going to be a big home court advantage for you, so that'll work in, in Iowa State's favor. So I, I think I, I like their chances. I'll, I'll give them a better than even shot of making the, the tournament come March. Um, over under minute, what would you say? Put it this way: How many minutes do you think Trey King? Let's let's fast forward to February. He's acclimated himself, fitting in. Um, how many minutes do you think TJ's kind of earmarked for him? You know, TJ was actually asked about that today. He had a little session with reporters this morning, and he didn't commit to maybe a specific number of minutes, you know, on Sunday's game because uh, he said that'll kind of go back to uh, how well you're playing, really. And so, you know, he the reason he's missed a year is because of the, the sit-out rule and not because of anything health-related. So you right. should have, you know, the fitness and, and the endurance to go as many minutes as uh, TJ, you know, wants out of him. And so he'll he'll – earn his minutes by playing well, just like anybody else. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see, but I, I can see him, at least right now, I mean, he's probably going to be one of your backup big men working alongside guys like Robert Jones, you know, with Oshun, Oshuni getting the start. And then, you know, you can maybe uh, come up with a, a lineup where King is 6'9", is playing your small forward position, or maybe even, you know, uh, the power forward spot and, and working alongside Shun and, and Robert Jones, or you know, helping to fill that role as a as a backup and uh, giving some valuable minutes. So I can see him as a you know fifteen twenty minute a game guy if it if necessary. Where you know Shun and, and Jones are uh, splitting the rest of the time, or maybe he's ten to fifteen minutes, but you know ten to fifteen good minutes where you might have a, a better backup uh, four or five guy than you would otherwise. New Year's Eve, things will get started in Big 12 play. Baylor comes to town in that one. Of course, remember the game from a season ago and the buildup that led to that. Then it is a road trip. Three of their next four on the road at Oklahoma, at TCU, back home for Tech, and then at Kansas. There's no must-wins in December 31st. either, apparently. I'll tell you, that first game against Baylor, it is so important Mm -hmm. to get off to a good start just because of what is looming back behind it here. Yes, it's not a must-win, but got to be ready to go right away in Big 12 play. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, Baylor, they're they're maybe not the level they were a year ago or obviously in their national championship series, but uh, they're going to be a formidable opponent no matter where you're playing. But you got to take advantage of those those opportunities 
when you get uh, uh, the chance to play Big 12 games at home. And it'll be interesting to see. I'll still be uh, gone for the holidays, so I won't actually be at Hilton for that game, but it'll be interesting to see what the atmosphere is like, given the timing of that game. It's during the day, so you know before everybody's New Year's plans or uh, what have you. But I, I remember games in years past that were non-conference games, to be fair, that were played on New Year's Eve, and the atmosphere wasn't uh, quite what you want it to be. But I think they'll, they'll be pretty hyped up for that game there at Hilton. Uh, no matter what time you're playing a Big 12 game, you can uh, you can count on the fans to show up and be loud for it. So that's a big opportunity. And and if you want to be a tournament team, if you want to be you know a top uh, half of the Big 12 contender, then uh, you're you're going to need to win games like that. Noon, Music City Bowl, three nothing Iowa. <laughs> Make it a little easier to switch. Hey, uh, last thing for me on on the basketball. Um, Eli King, maybe it's a me problem. I just thought you'd be showing more at this point in his career. Um, are they are they happy with with where Eli King is at at this point is in his career? You know, it, is, it hasn't come up much, and I, I got to admit, I'm a little surprised, or maybe I just had outsized expectations for what King could bring to this team. But I think it it also speaks to the depth that this team is a little bit deeper mm-hmm. and a little more dynamic, maybe than than last season. I mean, it's not obviously leaps and bounds better, but. Uh, obviously, King probably uh, needs a little more development than I had anticipated, and he seems to be, you know, looking at him on the sidelines. He's still being a good teammate out there, and he's getting some time, in the, but it's obviously in uh, minutes when the game is uh, well in hand. Uh, but uh, he's still a guy, I'm sure they're, they're still feeling good about his future, and, you know, if it doesn't work out, then maybe they'll part ways at the end of the season. But for the time being, I, I'm just going to chalk this up to a guy who just needs a little bit more development mm-hmm. and, uh, is maybe caught in a numbers game on a team that's fairly deep, at least deeper than last season. Who's the team to beat in your mind? Is it, is it Trent loves Kansas. I love Kansas. Yeah, I, I, I find it hard to go uh, anywhere else but Kansas when it comes to Big 12 favorites. Uh, the addition of, of Grady Dick seems to be working out pretty well for them. He's uh, playing awfully well as, a, as an impact freshman for the Jayhawks. They always have those, of course, because they, they can recruit at such a high level. So, yeah, I gotta give uh, Kansas the nod as the favorites. There, it's a quality team, of course, a quality coach, and a team that you know it's tough to win on their home floor. And they do a good job of, of taking their energy on the road. Uh, for the most part, everybody has a clunker on the road, and Kansas has theirs from time to time. But mm-hmm. uh, I think they are the prohibitive favorites in the Big Twelve. Well, they got a big spot this weekend, Indiana, Indiana, Kansas, at the Fog. That's not bad. Not bad at all. Dave Sproul, KSI, 1430 on the uh, AM dial. Um, Dave, thank you. Uh, will we get you next week? Or are you gone next week? I, I will be available next Wednesday, and then uh, I'm out uh, for the holidays. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. Thank you, Dave Sproul. Appreciate that it. Sounds great. Thank yeah, you. Good to talk to you. Uh, the, the, the Drake transfer from Kansas. Um, Joseph? Yesifu. Yesifu. Thank you. Is he doing anything? No. Nothing, huh? He's got a ring. He's got a ring. Yeah, it's true. He's got a ring. He sat in the parade. Speaking of Drake, Bulldogs over the weekend get clubbed. Absolutely drilled by Richmond. Already have a conference loss. Mm -hmm. They are no longer the betting favorite to win the regular season crown. Really? They are tied with Indiana State and Bradley now. A little better. Than so what's going? What's what's going? You know, I didn't even see that. Yeah, they were down, and they were down right away in the game. I mean, I at I, the nap? No, it was at Richmond. Okay, that's it's a little easier. Yeah, still, I mean, Richmond lost a lot off of last year's team. Something's not right over there. Yes, they're eight and two. Mm-hmm. You don't want to throw things out, but mm-hmm. 
You got the veterans. You got the guys that have been around for a long time. Yeah. And then you got Calhoun, the transfer from Texas Tech and Florida State, coming off the bench. Is it time where DeVries maybe pushes that button? Is it is it time to go with some of the younger guys a little bit more? These veterans have meant so much. We know Mm -hmm. we talk about Garrett Sturts and Roman Penn and DJ Wilkins, but injuries obviously. Wilkins is not the same guy he once was athletically. I don't know, just something to keep an eye on because they still got a huge opportunity this weekend. St. Louis, good team. More than likely an NCAA tournament team. Then Tuesday, how about this? They play Mississippi State, who's undefeated, in Lincoln, Nebraska. Where? Lincoln. It's not a tournament. Is that, is it, that's got to be a misprint. No. Why, why would you play in Lincoln if it's not a tournament? Well, remember back in 2020, and they had, and Lincoln no, was one of the places <laughs> where a bunch of teams came together and, and played a game. Yeah, and I was grateful. I don't know if it's lingering from that. I have no clue. But what a weird one. Drake versus Mississippi State in Lincoln, Nebraska. Who is going to go to that game? Parents? Yeah, maybe. You're going to drive? Depends where you're from. I guess. I guess. Drake versus... I would love to know why. You know what? Um... And Drake fin- figures it out this week. And they beat St. Louis and Mississippi State. They're right back to the mm-hmm. big favorite in the MVC. And they have put together a resume probably good enough to be able to be a tournament team as an at-large team without having to win Arch Madness. Well, that Goes the other huge. way, they're 0-2. No, and then you got to go to St. Louis and mm. win. You're digging a deep, Indeed. deep hole. Adam Emmenecker is going to join us a whole bunch during the season. Look forward to uh, doing that. Well, Trent, we're going to jump on Facebook Live, are we? We are. We're going to be shooting for our next winner with Berkwood and try to win a little money. You hit the big prize. Well, one of the big prizes yesterday, 100 bucks. Right, so it's your tune. Mm. Uh, you're going to shoot for Chris Cower, I believe is how you okay. say his last name. Uh, so we'll jump on Facebook Live and we will do that. Uh, Trent's played the day still to come. It's Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. KXNO. If you own a house, you've got a huge asset. And everyone's looking at it. With Wall Street investors buying up homes in Des Moines and renting them out like never before, you have to wonder, what do they see in your big asset that you don't? The truth is, if you sell your home instead of renting it, you can kiss your asset goodbye. Especially with today's higher interest rates, the best way to save your asset is to rent it out instead. Does renting make your asset look big? Yes, it does. Especially when you hire the professional landlords at Renner's Warehouse. DIYing your property management is a total pain in your asset. But with Renner's Warehouse, you never have to find tenants, collect rent, or handle pesky maintenance calls again. Don't lose your asset and stop busting your asset trying to manage it yourself. Go to Renner'sWarehouse.com to book your free home rental price analysis today or call 515-528-4429. 515-528-4429. Renner's Warehouse. You can't buy happiness. No one podcast. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800- Time for Trent's Play of the Day. Circus Sports sponsors, Plays of the Day. Did you watch the NBA game, the Lakers and the Celtics last night? I did. Very entertaining. Went to overtime, right? Boston dominated early. Yep. 
Third quarter run. Here comes huge run. I was just back the other way, back and forth in the last two minutes of regulation. It, it was it was wild. It was entertaining. Had a good time. Boy, Jason Tatum. Remember all the questions we had with him last year in the finals? Uh-huh. Yep. I don't know about this yeah. guy. He was good yesterday. Holy He's been good all season. He really has. Is he the favorite to win the MVP? Betting-wise, I haven't looked. I, he has to be. He, you're right. He has to be because he is playing at that level of 44 last night. Just Oof. so smooth, his ability to get in the lane. And the physicality that really gave him problems last year, I don't know what he did, but he looks completely different. Just able to absorb that contact and still be able to finish, which is... It's something that is incredibly difficult to do, and he has been able to do that. So let's see here. Wins, playoffs, futures, awards. Let's see. MVP. Yeah, Tatum is the betting favorite. He's plus 220. Giannis at 3-1. to one. Mm-hmm. Luka plus 320. And there's your boy Joel Embiid at 10-1. to No, you like prices. Yep, double digits anyways. You get that. All right, let's make some money tonight. And Again, there's, I think, Maryland. Maryland's got a good game. That might be the UCLA. UCLA, top uh, top 20 teams. Might be the best uh, game of the night, but what are you going to bet? All right, we got, uh, let's see, five college games here. We got South Dakota. We're going to lay the one and a half with the Coyotes with pick number one. East Tennessee State. I know you like that one. Another short favorite. (laughs) They're a two-point favorite. Uh, Norfolk State. Remember them beating Missouri. We got him back on the card for maybe the first time since that game uh, coming up here this evening. What else we got on the docket? I, that was one of my spots that I had marked down. couple more over here. No, I don't want to upgrade. Oh, this is a decent game. UCF, Central Florida, pretty good against Ole Miss. That's an SEC Network game, I believe. Getting six and a half. Give me the Knights in that matchup. Western Kentucky, they're laying seven at Louisville. You've seen how bad Louisville is. They're awful. Western Kentucky's 8-1. They're good. Uh, Western Kentucky will want to beat Louisville back. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You get that, and not just beat them, but rub their nose mm-hmm. in it. And what are they? what's the n- number? That'll lay 7. I'm fine with it. Okay. Give me the Hilltoppers there. And I'm going to play Maryland at home in that fun game. Plus, uh, and that is an FS1 game at 8 It is. FS1. So that will be my viewing. we got a little more afternoon. Should I play a draw again today? Didn't go very well yesterday <laughs> in the World Cup. Uh, so Argentina is going to t- France is going to win, aren't they? You would think so, right? Yeah, they will. Uh, that is going to do it for us. Circus Sports Sponsors, Trent's Play of the Day, by the way. Uh, we are five minutes away from Murph and Andy. They'll be here in one kick. So no drive takes you on from three to six with Heather and Sean. It's Wednesday night. Hawk Central, I assume, goes at six. We're Miller and Condon. Thanks for being here weekdays from 11 to 1, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.